Welcome to Queensway Pentecostal Church, leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. Well, good morning, uh, Queensway family. Welcome to qpcespanola.online.church. Another Sunday online. It's going to be a great day together. Hope you had a great time of worship. And uh, this is, is such an exciting day for our church. I'm looking forward to... Uh, later today, we'll get into that in just a few moments. And I just want to welcome you this morning. Uh, to all the kids, well done. You have run your race for the year and you finished school in uh, crazy circumstances. None of us have ever done it before. So good job to all the kids out there. And I hope everyone has a great official summer. Kind of has felt like summer for a little while now. But as we officially begin summer, the kids are out of school. The weather's great. Hope everyone has a happy and safe summer. If you're traveling, stay safe. And uh, hope everyone's staying healthy and taking all the necessary precautions. It's just been an amazing time to uh, uh, be alive, really, and experience all these uh, crazy things. And yes, there are dangers in our world, and we see that every day. But the truth is, is that God's love for us remains. And I want you to be encouraged with that this morning. Today is the day that we've all been waiting for. Did you know that? Today is the day that we've all been waiting for. It's time to come back to church. You're saying, well, pastor, I'm sitting at home right now watching you online. That's okay. That's a good thing. But we are able to come back to church today. It's kind of like a, a, a starting point, a, a rebirth, a reimagining of what things will look like, look like. I've heard some, I've heard from some people in our church about their excitement in returning to church in these days. And that's awesome. I think it is exciting. Returning isn't just about going back to normal. I think for many, returning is acknowledging that we are a part of something greater than ourselves. I think that's what we all want to be a part of. Don't you want to be a part of something greater than just ourselves? I certainly do. Last week, I tentatively titled this message, uh, Uprising, Are You Ready? And it's going to be on the screen right in front of me. And uh, I feel that God has used this time for us to shift and refocus what we view as important. I want to say that again. I think God has uh, shifted our focus and helped us refocus what we view as important. What we view as important as a church, what are the things that make up the body of believers in our church, in our region, but also across our country and around the world. A lot of the things that we thought had to be done a certain way in church I think have shifted, obviously they've shifted. I shared with our leadership a little while ago, this little analogy, I wanna tell you uh, this this morning. If I told our Queensway family back in the new year that we would be stopping all in-person gatherings and taking our services online for months, our attendance would increase, our giving would stay strong, and that people would come to Christ, uh, new people would find hope and joy and peace and the love of God, and we begin to ask uh, deep questions about our ministry moving forward. If I said that to you a few months ago, if I said that to you four months ago, five months ago, six months ago, I think most people would have thought I was crazy. They would have been like, man, Pastor Jay is really losing it. This winter must have been tough on him. Uh, you'd be think I'd be going crazy. Maybe you'd think I really lost it. He's really lost it this time. He's not just putting flags out on the street. He's doing much more than that. But here we are, 
gathered in this way and has uh, and it's, it's been so awesome has it been good that it's taken us so long to gather together of course not that's not a good thing there's lots of uh, significant and very real reasons why we haven't been gathering we want to keep people safe so that's it's not a good reason to not be gathering but I wish it was sooner that we could get together. I'm glad that we can start to really take some ground later today, and I'm looking forward to it. Later this afternoon, we get the chance to come together and declare that there is still songs of praise being sung in the streets of Espanola. Did you know that? We can declare today that there are still songs of praise being sung in Espanola. I am excited for that. As we gather this afternoon, I want you to think of this time as a prophetic declaration to this reason, uh, to this region, excuse me, that Jesus is alive and that his church is not silent. Do you believe that today? Jesus is alive and his church is not silent. We are alive with him. We're awake, we're breathing, we're shouting, we're singing, we're dancing in the streets. We are hoping for a great attendance today, four o'clock at Drive-In Church. And we believe that new people will have the chance to drive into our parking lot today in just a few hours to hear songs of praise and hear the hope and the message and love of Jesus Christ that is the gospel. And we're so excited for that opportunity. We've been inviting people in our community uh, for many days now, so many of us, and I want us to keep it up. Send a text right now. Uh, get, on the, uh, get on the phone or send an email while you're listening to me preach. Invite someone to join us this afternoon. They don't even have to get out of their car. They can keep their windows closed and turn on the AC and uh, enjoy themselves. They just, we just want as many people to get here as possible this afternoon. You see, for this morning though, I have a few thoughts that I want to share. I kind of feel out of practice. I haven't uh, been preaching like this in a few weeks. I've just been giving short little uh, uh, messages each Sunday. So here we go. Here's a few thoughts for this morning. On so many levels, I'm inspired by the nation of Israel. As Moses leads them out of captivity in Exodus, it's an amazing picture that's painted in Scripture. If you've read the book of Exodus in the Old Testament of the Bible, you'll recall so many critical events as Moses and Aaron, as Moses and Aaron excuse me, lead God's people out of captivity in Egypt into the promised land. One of the reasons the, the whole book is so significant for me is that so many of us today, you and me, who put our faith, hope, and trust in the Lord are much like the nation of Israel. The people of God in these days, as they entered into the promised land, we're a lot like those folks from the book of Exodus and transferred to us into this day. Sometimes we grumble, we second-guess leadership, our pastors around us. We quickly forget the great things that God has done in our lives. Even the most committed of us often quickly become discouraged. In my own life, uh, just uh, over the last few years, I've had plenty of opportunities to become discouraged, to give up uh, to give up some hope that the Lord has given to me. Many of us can relate to these thoughts that I'm sharing right now. Today, let's pick up this narrative of Moses and Exodus and the nation of Israel in Joshua chapter 1. Uh, it says this, Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, uh, he said this in verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, rise and go over this Jordan, you and all the people, 
into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I will give to you. Just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 7, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, was, Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Verse 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I love that passage so much. Obviously, this passage is deep in meaning for us, even to this day. When we consider the promised land, it is a physical place. If you open a map on, uh, or you open a map or you open up Google Earth online, you can physically locate the promised land referred to in the text, in the scripture. You see, God's word isn't just about the physical account in scripture, but it goes much deeper. So yes, there was a physical promised land that was given to the nation of Israel, obviously, but spiritually we, all, spiritually, we all have a place that God is calling us into. Did you know that today? Spiritually, we all have a place that God is calling us into. Many of us wander in the desert spiritually for years until we come into the promised land. For churches as a whole, the people that are the kingdom of God in a community like ours, we struggle with this same thing of wandering the desert for many, many years. We can be guilty of looking at the ground instead of looking at the greatness of God surrounding us. Do you look at the greatness of God surrounding you? Or are you, uh, like I've been so many times, focused on just what's in front of us? As we've read this passage from Joshua 1, it gives us some instructions that come in accompaniment as we enter, the, as we enter into God's promises in our lives, for our families, for our businesses, for our churches. God has promises for every single one of us today. Did you know that? That God has a promise for every single one of us today. Today, I believe we are entering a promised land that none of us were prepared for just a few months ago. It's so much different. Today, we get to prophetically declare at four o'clock that we are once again filling the streets with singing, declaring the power of God across our region once again. Oh, I'm getting jacked up just thinking about it. We get to declare this goodness that the church is alive and it's singing, it's shouting, it's dancing. And we get to declare it across our region today. Our first thought this morning is this, arise, go forward. Arise and go forward. We begin with a call to action. Get up. And get going. It's not time to sleep. We've, we've had enough sleep and we've had enough chill. And it's time to get up 
and get going, get going in a forward direction. We don't want to just be spinning our wheels in the mud. We want to be moving forward, taking ground that the Lord has prepared for us. It's time to reclaim ground that is being lost, fallen away, maybe never before taken in this region for the glory of God. Now is the time for God's people to rise up and take a step of faith and move forward. Our second thought today is this. All authority has been given. The Lord Jesus is with us. John 14 says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. You've heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. This is the word of the Lord. It's a declaration that God expects, he wants, he desires us to do greater things than he did. Greater things than the Lord Jesus did on this earth. That's what God's call is upon our lives. Greater things are to come in this city, in our town, in this region. Greater things are coming, church. Things that may have never happened before, things that were to only have been dreamt of, these are the sorts of things that are about to begin, are about to start, have already started taking place in our region. He, the Lord Jesus, He is with us today. Can I get an amen from anyone? Later on, you can honk your horn for the amen, but can I get an amen this morning? Our third thought for today is this, strength and courage. The, uh, these come directly from the Spirit of God, these words strength and courage. Operating in the strength and courage uh, from the Lord. It takes a focus to uh, think and dwell on the things of God. We have to focus our intentions, our spirits, our desires, our decision making onto the things of God. Just this week I've been so... Uh, distinctly reminded of how our world is becoming increasingly more muddied, more opinions, more shouting, more pain, more unrighteousness. It's easy to lose focus on the things of God. That's why even within this passage and so many times in scripture, you and I are called to know the scriptures, to be in relationship with Jesus, to allow Holy Spirit to minister to us. That's God's promise for us. That's his intention for us is that we would dwell and abide in him. Know the word of God for yourself. Don't let someone tell you what's in God's word. Learn it for yourself. There's way, I'm making fun of myself here, but there's too many preachers and pastors and teachers and bloggers and vloggers and uh, all these people writing opinion. We just need the word of God. Just bathe yourself in it. Soak it in. Bring it into your life. Let it fill every part of your being. And then these things where things will not be as muddy because we know the word of God. The opinions around us won't matter because we know the word of God. The, the shouting and the pain and the unrighteousness will see it for what it is and the sin and the uh, depravity of mankind and all these things that encourage us to love our neighbor and to do something significant in the life of those around us. Know the word of God for yourself. Meditate on it. Reflect on it. Reflect on the things of God. 
I'm preaching to myself this morning. We need to reflect on the things of God, not the things of this world. Number four for this morning, our lives flourish in obedience to God's word. Our lives flourish in obedience to God's word. We think of uh, the things of this world. The world tells us that the Bible is constricting it. It's too many rules. There's too many things that you can't do. I want to do what I want to do. I want to do what my friend wants to do. Well, the truth is, is that if you understand God's word, you begin to realize that following God's word and his plan for our lives allows us to flourish as we're obedient to his word. It allows great things to take place uh, through us and in us, in the lives of our kids and our grandkids and our neighbors and our friends and our classmates and our coworkers. Amazing things begin to happen in Jesus' name. I'm blessed to see people uh, in this time, even in the last few months, flourishing in their faith. Right within our QPC family, there's people flourishing in their faith. I believe people are flourishing uh, with their faith in so many ways these days. Let me say this, if you find yourself in a flourishing place, I honor you and encourage you to keep it going. Keep up what God is doing in your life. If you're thinking, Pastor, I'm not flourishing. I'm, it's just not happening. I, I, I don't know what's going on. It's just been a really dry time for me. Well, let me tell you today that today is your day. God has brought you through to this place, to this moment. God's call is for us to be obedient to the word of God in every area of our lives. That's what God's call is for us. Holy Spirit is calling us to remove sin, remove hate and jealousy and anger and lust and greed from our lives. These things can't exist if we are flourishing. The sins of this world can't exist if we're flourishing. Lately, the Lord has reminded me to every day pick up my cross and follow in the Lord Jesus' footsteps. Every single day, that's what God's calling me and you to do. Luke 2 uh, verse 49 says this. This is Jesus speaking as a child. You'll know uh, so well. And he said to them, Jesus said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business. I must be about my father's business. This is our call. This is our mandate. I must be about my father's business. I must be about my father's business. What is your I must in these days? Is it I must eat food? I must be with my friends. I must be in love. I must have the toys. I must, I must, I must. Let me declare to you today. It's only I must be about my father's business. That's it. That's the whole package. That's the only thing we must be about in these days. Our lives flourish in our obedience to God's word. And let me declare it again. Our lives flourish in our obedience to God's word. Here's our fifth uh, thought and point for today. It'll be on the screen. Uprising. Are you ready? Are you ready? Where do we go from here? Well, here's our first step. Come to Drive-In Church today at 4 o'clock. Right over there. I can see the parking lot right now. Bring your car in and uh, park it at 4 o'clock. That's our first step today. Our second part is this. Be strong and courageous. 
Can you do it with me? Be strong and courageous. Say it with me right now, wherever you are. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. No fear, no surprises. God is in control. He's God before us, he knows the end from the beginning. He's already seen the whole play, the whole act, the whole film. He's seen it. He knows what is to come. Why? How do we move forward in days like this? Pastor, don't you know there's still a pandemic? Our province is still technically under uh, emergency orders. Yes, I, I get all that. How do we move forward? Because God is with us wherever we go. That's how we move forward. We move forward in God's plan for every part of our life. Did you know that the Lord Jesus is with us wherever we go? Did you know that today? The Lord Jesus is with us wherever we go. Are you ready? Are you ready to see what is to come? Church, let me declare to you, it is time. We're ready. We're coming back. We are, there's a, a restart, a rebirth, a refresh, an uprising happening in our church within this region. We are declaring the things of God, the word of God over this whole area that God would have his way in our midst. I'm not worried about uh, politicians and leaders because I know God has his hand on them. I'm saying that we are to step into the plans that God has declared for us in these days. Are you ready? It's time. God is with us. So let's rise up and declare that now is the time. I'm not waiting for tomorrow. I'm not waiting for a better day. Now is the time. Church, let's pray together this morning. So God, we thank you in these days. We thank you for what you've done so far. Lord, we pray that you'd continue to keep so many in our region safe for the few that have contracted coronavirus. I pray, Lord, that you'd continue to be with them, minister to them, strengthen them, obviously, in their time of illness, Lord. God, would you continue to protect your people at Queensway, our kids, our grandkids, our, our friends, our families, all these people around us, our co-workers, our classmates. Would you protect us? Would your hand be upon us? And Lord, as our church begins to reopen and have in-person gatherings, Lord, I pray that you'd be with us, that your hand would be upon us, that people would come with good spirits and well-meaning hearts, Lord, and then we'd work together, we'd work through the difficulties, and God, that you'd unfold your plan that is before us. Lord, I believe these are significant days. I'm not just saying that for any other reason than the, the, the exact meaning of those words. These are significant days, and God, I know your hand is with us. Would you bring us here safely four o'clock this afternoon, Lord? God, be with us that your hand would be upon us, I pray, in these days. And everyone said, amen. All right, church, I'm going to be here four o'clock this afternoon. Come park your cars, follow the parking attendance instructions. Let's have a great time together. Let's continue to see God do awesome things. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Even if all you can do is honk your horn, it's all good. I'll look forward to spending the afternoon with you today. God bless everyone. See you at four o'clock. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you would like more information on who we are, visit our website at qpcespanola.com.